and welcome to the Common Good Podcast, the podcast that showcases the very best of Glasgow Caledonian University and how the institution, its staff and its research benefits people and communities both at home and overseas. My name is Craig Telfer and today I am joined by Douglas Little, GCU's Director of Estates, to talk about when we might be able to return to our Glasgow campus and what that might look like. Douglas, thank you very much for joining me on today's show. Hi Craig, how are you? I'm okay, thank you. I'm beginning to look a bit like Stig of the Dump with this uh, horrendous beard and this uh, horrendous haircut, but other than that, I'm doing okay. How's things for yourself? Yeah, I'm the same. Home haircuts, so hopefully nobody can actually see this podcast. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. How have you been finding things then? How's things been like sort of like working from this hybrid system you've got when you're in campus, you're, you work from home? How have you been adapting? Yeah, Craig, it's um, it's challenging, uh, exciting, believe it or not, daunting at times. So I think, you know, it's one of these ones that I've been in the university now, I'm going into my 35th year, and I certainly never, ever thought <laughs> that I would be involved in in maintaining a campus from my home and doing the things that this COVID-19 coronavirus has brought upon us. So, yeah. It's taken us a wee bit of time just to try and get into a, a, the smooth running now, and I, I think we're on a, a on a roll. Um, I think we've got a, a good system and and play now with the guys all across the, the facilities and estates. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult. Difficult. Before we go on to look at the lockdown and how the university's adapted to things, we'll, we'll talk a wee bit about your role, Douglas. As we mentioned at the start, you're the director of estates. What does that entail? As I say, Craig, um, I'm responsible for the whole facilities and estates within all the campuses, you know, i.e. London as well, uh, to make sure that we maintain and have a fully effective campus. The services cover estates, maintenance, uh, security, stores, catering, ARC, uh, domestic services, so I mean, it's a full estates and facilities across the campus. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, it's wide and varied, wide and varied. I didn't realise your role was so varied, Douglas, and you had so many responsibilities. Yeah, the role of director of estates covers quite a lot of aspects of the university, but I've got a lot of great managers um, that manage the sections very effectively and efficiently. So yeah, it makes my role a lot easier and I think at this uh, time of the pandemic I think it's brought the best out in the management of all these sections you know and I know maybe as we go through the podcast I can explain exactly what we've been doing but yeah it's a wide and varied role but it's very very enjoyable. We'll jump back to the middle of March Douglas just before the lockdown was announced what sort of planning were you and your team doing at that point? Yeah, I, I think we knew it was coming. You know, I think you know we, we were thinking, oh, we could be on lockdown. I don't think we realised it would be on for just uh, we're into the eleventh week. Yeah. So I mean, I, th- I think my own personal thoughts were, oh, we'll be off campus maybe for two, three weeks, and then we'll be back on. You know, that's very, very naive of myself. But I think planning, we had already done quite a lot of work on business continuity planning. So I think a lot of the groundwork had been done. 
David Halliday, uh, Therese Fraser and, and Kenny Allen had done a lot of background work on business continuity. So mm. this is a business continuity exercise. We've, we've had our, our, our incident uh, and now we're coming into the business recovery phase. Okay. So yeah, we, we, we had a lot of good planning done. We have had to sort of do things differently probably. Uh, but I think we had all our, our contact lists all in place, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, we managed to, to, to sort of get up to speed pretty quickly. But it's been difficult. It's been very, very difficult, especially you know, over in Caledonian Court. Yeah. Uh, we have students still in Caledonian Court. We're into 11th week of the lockdown in Caledonian Court. We've still got approximately uh, 160 students. Um, over in the residences so it's not been easy for them and also the transition of trying to get them home some of them couldn't get home some of them tried to go home and to come back because they were getting turned away at the airport so Therese uh, Fraser and her team have done a great job in trying to make sure that the well-being of the students have, have, has been taken care of so, yeah, there's all sorts of, I mean, if I went on to the other side of the house, on the maintenance side, Kenny Allen, our building services manager, has managed to get a system in place that we're maintaining the campus. We've got a rotor going. And, yeah, we're just making sure that all the statutory compliance is taking place and making sure that the university is still maintained, even though most of us are all working from home. You talked about a business continuity plan, Douglas. How did you and your team go about executing that plan? What we have got in place is we've got a corporate business continuity plan and then we've got schools and departments plans that feed into that. So we we are the keeper of all these of, of all that information. So it's a matter of teasing out all that information, seeing what is business critical in all the departments, um, things that were maybe still ongoing that had to be shut down in a rush around the campus. You know, so we have all that information of the critical information, critical contacts. So yeah, that document is very, very important. There's also the local information as well. I mean, it's, it's because a lot of us have been on the campus for a long number of years that we have a lot of that information in our heads that we know yeah. that this has got to be planned or this has got to be shut down or, you know, or lockdown, etc. So yeah, it's a a lot of knowledge around the campus. Uh, I know that in the states and facilities, we're not the only ones. I know that the IS boys as well, the staff there have got a lot of knowledge. So yeah. you know, it's it's teamwork. I think mm-hmm. to answer the question, I think it's the good teamwork that we've got within the states and facilities. So what's been a normal day like for you, Douglas? Oh, a normal day, Craig. I, I, I think. Well, it starts quite early in the morning, so the states guys are always, they've always been eight o'clock starts or half past seven starts in the morning, so we're always up early, make sure that the campus has had no incidents um, overnight. I mean, we get a report in from David Halliday early in the morning. We've got to remember that we've got the security team that have been there since lockdown, 24 hours a day. So these guys are the unsung heroes as far as I'm concerned. They've been making sure that the campus is safe and secure. 
So if there has been any incidents, we know right away. Uh, first thing, David is, is is always the first man on call. And then we go around the teams, we just make sure that everything is all set up for the day, just like a normal campus, really. Mm. But, you know, because we've still got all the buildings still, in a way, operational. And then, of course, we then go into the university teams. We've got finance meetings we've got so yeah it's a it's a normal day but it's a different day i think the thing that we do miss though is is the on-site checking etc i mean we've set up a rotor system and you know so yeah that's the thing that's probably missing is is missing the characters as well yeah on campus but the usual day working from home is yeah i've got into the way of it I do like going on campus, so I go on campus maybe twice a week. So that helps as well with the sanity. I do like going, <laughs> going into the campus just to see how the teams are getting on. Um, I wouldn't like to see it continuing this way, to be no. honest. I'd like, I would like us in the states and facilities to be all back on campus because some of the sections, unfortunately, cannot do any work. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's not good. That's not good. Uh, we've got areas like the Ark, the gym is closed at the moment. And, you know, we've got other areas like the print room. Uh, yeah. Can't do any work. So so there, there are areas of estates and facilities that are need to come back on campus yeah. as soon as. Yeah. From what you're saying there, Douglas, it seems like it's been relatively straightforward over the last 10, 11 weeks, given the level of planning that's been in place. Yeah. Have there been any challenges? I think the biggest challenge was Caledonian Court and having residents either stranded, and left for home and couldn't get back to get their belongings, didn't really know if they were there, to be honest. So we had to, at one stage take calls and try and find out where the students were at that period in time. So I think on that sort of the 23rd of March dates, there was a wee bit of panic in there. You know, so people were going home, leaving their belongings. Well, were they away? Did they get home safely? So there, there was one evening that a few of the managers, we all sat and made calls just mm-hmm. to make sure. So we wanted to make sure who was there, who wasn't there. You know, and were they okay? So that was a challenge. I think the other challenge is just making sure that the buildings are locked down and correctly, even though security are there. I think it's trying to make sure that the systems are all ready, maintained, but safe, to make sure that departments have left the department in a in a safe way. Yeah. You know, we, we, we did find out about five weeks later that, some of the fridges had some fresh produce that had oh, now no a uh, so yeah so so if you're looking for a challenge that was a challenge one of the challenges <laughs> Craig, was for the domestic staff to go around and make sure that the fridges and all the departments had been emptied so challenge wise there's challenges every day but I think it's just making sure that the campus is safe and secure and ready for when we come out of lockdown mm-hmm. to come back on in a safe manner. So that's the ch- I think the challenge going forward is bigger now coming back on. You know, I think when we came out of lockdown or in lockdown, we didn't really realise all about the social distancing, etc. Yeah. You know, 
And I think that now is the work for the estates and facilities guys looking at all the aspects of social distancing to, to make sure that we've got a safe campus to come back to. We'll come back and talk more about that in, in detail uh, shortly, Douglas, but yeah. you've spoken about how much we're looking forward to get back to working from normal, uh, quote unquote, but have there been any benefits from not having people on campus? Well, the one thing, Craig, is we've saved quite a bit on our energy bills. So, I mean, approximately £60,000 has been saved per month on the electricity. So that just shows you how much, how much electricity we use on the campus. When the campus is busy, yeah, it's you know the energy usage is is quite amazing. So environmentally, we have uh, that's been one benefit that I do see when I do come on campus that there is a lot of nature on the campus now. Yeah. You know, there's a few birds' nests around. There's all sorts of wildlife that's going around. So if anything, you know that would be one benefit that the campus does look good, but Benefit-wise, I wouldn't say there's that many benefits. I think the campus needs the people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always think when I come in and I look around, it just looks an eerie sight some days that there's nobody around at all when the place should be bustling. I was on the campus a couple of weeks ago to pick up some office equipment, and I must say the place looks absolutely splendid. You know, really, really well maintained. Helped the fact that it was a it was a bright blue day, and and that the flowers and the fauna it looked fantastic. And and I bumped into you, Douglas, and I think we had a, a socially distanced conversation, and you told me that the the campus could open up again immediately if they were given the green light. Why is that the case? Why would GCU be able to start again so quickly? Yeah, well, I think what we've done is we, we we've put a regime in that we've got a maintenance process that, yeah, if we were asked to open up a building, you know, we've done all our water hygiene checks, we've done all our fire alarm tests and etc. on our regular maintenance regime. So, yeah, if we wanted a building open, we could open it up. The only problem is, you know, the restrictions in place, as you say, we had a conversation socially distant. That is the issue that before we would open up any building, we would need to make sure the procedures and precautions were all in place there. So, yeah, but if we if we wanted to open a building up for somebody to go and carry out a very important, essential piece of work, the building is compliant, you know. Right. But, um, yeah, as I say, uh, it would take a few days if maybe a few weeks to get all our uh, all our restrictions uh, in place, you know, with the social distancing, but we're working on that at the moment. So, how are you working on that? What will social distancing at GCU look like? It's quite a challenge. I mean, we we formed an estates management group, and we've had our first meeting a couple of weeks ago, and there's an awful lot of good information, and the the people who were at that deans through to heads of departments. To experts around the university looking at all the, the, the areas it is a challenge to us. Um, I think the main thing is, you know, it's government legislation that we're, cover, that, that we're following. You know, so Scottish government guidelines have got to be adhered to at all times. That's a challenge, uh, just looking at all the recovery phases and going through all the phases. So, the states management group will, will will drive and gather all the information 
we've started to implement or making up checklists, etc., doing risk assessments. So we're having another meeting in another um, week's time uh, to reconvene the group again, and hopefully we'll be piecing together all the work streams that we need to to identify. We have done an awful lot of work. Believe it or not, it's the it's the common areas that give you the the, the issues. It's things like toilets, mm. uh, widths of corridors, and also um, lifts. Believe it or not, yeah. you know. So it's it's the common areas that, that that are going to be the challenge. Yeah, the social distancing of classes as well. If we were running any classes, you know, it's basically twenty five percent occupancy. Wow. So if you have a th- so if you have a thirty seater classroom, you're down to about eight seats. So that's a challenge, you know. So there's a lot of areas uh, around the university will be drastically changed. Mm-hmm. Open plan offices. If you've got a bank of four staff, you probably have to work on a rota if you need to work mm-hmm. at the campus. So out of that bank of four people, you probably only be able to have one person sitting at that workstation. So there's a lot of issues. We have been getting a lot of sector advice as well. So good networking with other directors of estates. And, you know, through that sector, we are gathering up a lot of information and we are giving the sector a lot of information as well. So so we're not alone there. We, we will be putting a series of communications out as well to the staff and students on how we are preparing the campus mm-hmm. for return. You're seeing that sort of thing in supermarkets, for instance, Douglas, where some aisles are, are one way only, um, other places where you can only go in one way and out the other. Are, are these aspects we might see on campus? Yeah, we're, uh, we're looking at that aspect. I, mean, I, I think some of the buildings are going to be very difficult. Hamish Wood, for instance, the corridor is only two metres wide. So the issue in yeah, so the issue in Hamish Wood is you only have a two metre wide corridor. So yeah, we, we need to put in place a one way system. You know, we need to just um, make sure I mean toilets within the Hamish Wood are also an issue. We have actually got a plan of how we could operate the Hamish Wood and George Moore on a one way type system. I think having too many entrance doors as well, we'd be looking at that the access and the egress to probably limit that as well. Because I think the benefit of Caledonian has always been the open access. Yeah. But I think for a period of time, we might actually have to look at having quite a locked down campus and restrict access where we can. Because, you know, in George Moore, I don't know how many entrances we could get into George Moore at the moment, but there are a few, you know, when you go through the ground floor, etc. So we're looking at that aspect but yeah, it's definitely the common areas and also things like reception desks you know if you go on campus just now you'll see that the security desk has changed with our perspex screen etc up so yeah very very much like supermarket type we'll have markings on the floor signage you know two meters is a challenge it's definitely a challenge within a university environment like any other environment I think the other big challenge is looking at specialist labs, specialist teaching. I think that mm-hmm. is going to be a real, real challenge because to do some of your specialist labs, you need that space. So how do you achieve the two-metre social distancing 
to you spread the labs out into other areas, etc., etc. So yeah, there's there's, there's challenges. I mean, the gym is another one. That when the gym does get the green light to open, do you take out every second machine? I think that looks as though that's going to be the kind of the norm. But in a lot of areas, is is it worth it? it in, in, in some areas, you know. So what we're going to do is what we've got what different work uh, work streams, which um, we're going to look at all these aspects. Conference and events is another one that we're working on this morning, just looking at the potential or trying to work out the capacities in some of the big areas that you could have a potential conference, not on the cards right now, but that's a big, big issue. Catering, catering's another big issue. Um, outlets, the outlets we've got on campus, some of them cannot achieve the two metre social distancing rules, you know, so the grab and go area down in George Moore, for instance, is quite tight. Yeah. So how do you achieve the two metres in there? The government Becky cafe is the same. Government Becky, the queues around. So there, there are certain catering outlets that would have to either be closed or they would need to be radically changed. <laughs> Every single aspect, if you start actually thinking about it, you could actually think, my goodness, we can't cope with this. But when you, when you put it all like that, you, you sort of bring all these different factors together. My head, just listening to you there, is sort of spinning, just trying to think how you how you can sort of square this circle. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the things that has been around the sector is before anyone comes back on campus that they would sit a, a test that they are aware of all the two-meter social distancing and all the regulations so that staff, students are aware of what we're trying to achieve on campus. And I think that would be a good way of, of making it plain that we've got to have a safe environment to return to. It really sounds, Douglas, like you and your team, you've really got a good strategy in place so that when we do eventually return to campus and quote-unquote working from normal, we'll be able to do so in a, a safe environment. I think the problem, Craig, is, is, is the timescales and the guidelines changing slightly. You know, So I think it's kind of shifting stands slightly, but we, we've got to really go on the front foot here. And I think we are. I mean, I, I, I feel quite confident that we've got an awful lot of information gathered, ready to go. It's really just getting, when I mean, the Scottish government has got a, a, a really hard job in trying to set these guidelines, you know, and timescales. We're all anxious to get back on campus, but I mean, we've got to ensure that it's a safe environment to return to. So, yeah, it's we have been doing a lot of work. The States Management Group will be really ramping itself up now. And we're, we're going to trial a few bits and pieces as well, so just to see how things actually are going to work while we're maybe in doing some other works, just to see some areas. But yeah, we have got to make sure that when we do all return, that we all feel comfortable. And my responsibility as Director of Estates is to make sure that, um, that the procedures are all in place. For that so yeah it's it's a project we've had many a project in the <laughs> university so it's another project we did the heart of campus project with all the potential disruption etc 
and we had some sleepless nights over that. So um, this is slightly different, but it's a good project, and I'm quite sure with the help of the whole university community that we'll, we'll have GCU back on campus, fit and healthy. Brilliant, Douglas. That's uh, certainly reassuring. We've got our, our best people on the job, so I want to say thank you very much for talking to me today. Really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that as well. All the best, Craig. Thank you, and I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join us again soon when we'll be talking to another member of staff from Glasgow Caledonian University. In the meantime, please subscribe to this podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Until then, I've been Craig Telfer, and this has been the Common Good Podcast. Thank you.